0: welcome back to the running system podcast diving right back in with jared um so the first episode we talked a bit about champions path about yourself um and probably one of the biggest reasons I, I wanted to get you on for for two episodes is um, just because mm-hmm. you have a really like not to toot your horn or anything, but you, you mm-hmm. you've lived and no, oh, please. <laughs> <laughs> you you have a very interesting life, you know. Like, um, the first thing is probably like the military service you served for mm-hmm. for how long?
1: Uh, eight years. Eight yeah. years a- active okay. duty in the Marines.
0: Why would you choose the Marines? Out of curiosity.
1: Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I I I have a really good answer for that. Um, so. After, well, so during high school, I was never a, you know, a, a school person. Uh. Um, I kind of just like floated by. Clearly, uh, I joined the Marine Corps. <laughs> <so> <laughs> I wasn't a, a school person, um, so I, I, you know, I, I just floated by. Uh, you know, kind of a C D student. And uh, at the end of high school, I was like, "What? What am I going to do?" You know, <laughs> there's there's uh, trades schools um and then or military so i had the army and the marine corps come over to the house um and you know we discussed the different military branches because at that time i i thought they were all the same i was like <laughs> marine army they're just soldiers right and uh, so the the soldier came over in in his uh fatigues his camis and the marine came in his dress blues and Max, I tell you, that's, that's what got me yeah. where the, where the dress blues, I was like, hell yeah. And this guy's professional. <laughs> yeah. This, this guy means business. <laughs> uh, so kicking ass, taking names and looking good. I was like, yeah, mar- Marines are are the way, uh, that I want to go. And, and I tell you what, I, I would, I wrote my recruiter during boot camp. I was like, what the hell, <laughs> what the hell, man, <laughs> what'd you get me into? You tricked me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, which is funny because at the end of my, my eight years, I was a recruiter doing the same thing to, to other individuals who were interested in, yeah, in the military. Forward, yeah. yeah. You know, just find the next generation. So, and I got those letters too.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, that's awesome. I, I um, personally, I, I could never do the military um, especially not now, you know, like mm-hmm. I'm, yeah it's not Not, for everyone yeah i'm not pushing my my 40s or anything but Mm -hmm. i'm i'm uh i'm 30 this year and and i'll tell you what man my knees are already gone like (laughs) i feel like you should only join the military if you don't like knees
1: (laughs) yeah yeah knees back (laughs) yeah Yeah. yeah, like anything (laughs) ears eyes
0: (laughs) yeah but i mean if i had to choose i probably would have chosen the navy um even though i get seasick which yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I,
1: yeah. I was, yeah, I was on a, a Navy ship in 2008. We, we traveled uh, from from the East Coast uh to the, um, uh, shit, uh, Europe, fucking Mediterranean. <laughs> See, I told you I wasn't, I wasn't good at school. Still not good. Uh, so, so from the East Coast to the Mediterranean. And man, I had to take a ton of Dremamine. I just laid in the rack. Um, uh, yeah, you know, and, and you know, you watch the movies, and and it's usually some big ass aircraft carrier. You know, we're we're on a small like LPD ship, which gets rocked like crazy like in a the of, of, Yeah, I mean it's an amphibious uh, carrier, so it had oh, all okay. our our amphib vehicles. And uh, yeah, man, it is so bad. Like you stand on the on the flight deck, and and it just you know tilts to the right, and you're just looking at sky. It tilts to the left, you're looking at ocean and uh (laughs) doing that for for you know hour at a time it's it it'll get you it got me for sure
0: yeah for sure i mean and also like i'm i'm not gonna say i'm not disciplined but Mm -hmm. i get sick of things from time to time the pt would be fine i think but you know
1: yeah yeah pt yeah pt's the oh, drills. I mean, drills you just follow. The, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just you just lean forward and and you know follow the guy in front of you kind of thing. You know? <laughs> yeah, <It's>, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, I was kind of on the same board. I, you know, I'm very creative, so creative people um, typically don't like to conform. Obviously, yeah. Um, you know, creating new, new unseen things. So joining and I'd always been, you know, very artistic. Um, I loved building and there was at this at one point I wanted to be an architect. Um, oh, same. I, I was. Yeah. I mean, even to this day, math is is kind of my thing. And, uh, yeah, I, yeah, I joined the Marine Corps and it's like a complete 180. You know, it's like they the, and of course, boot camp is is like probably the easiest thing that you do in the in the military. Um and the reason why it's so easy is because they tell you you know put shaving cream on the right side of your face put shaving cream on the left side of your face shave the right side of your face i mean they're literally telling you what to do 24 7 yeah so it's just like as long more as about, you have can
0: you follow instructions
1: yeah exactly yeah yeah man i mean it's like instant obedience to orders uh and it's like as long as you have ears and freaking brain and four limbs yeah you know, and it was 2005 you know it was like the height of the war so they're like you got a pulse <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> so i mean it was it was it, it but i wouldn't trade it for the world and i and yep. I, you know i i don't think it's for everybody either and and some of the guys that i even put in the marine corps i didn't think it was for them but they thrived you know it's it's really just if, if you put your mind to doing anything even if you're uncomfortable even if you don't think that it's something that you can align yourself with or if It's not something that you see yourself doing. Trust me, you could have done it. Anybody can do it. You know, I I wasn't, I I think I was like 132, 132 pounds going into, into the Marines. So I wasn't, I wasn't big. I wasn't the strongest. I wasn't the fastest. I just, you know, had good endurance.
0: Well, for me, it was um, thinking in the lens of like pack when I would have enlisted um, would probably have been post high school maybe like Mm -hmm. mid-college um and that was around the time that i was actually like not to get overly personal but that was actually the time that i was getting out of like a a deep depression and suicidal um phase Mm -hmm. um so you know just like the the idea of it would have been probably not so good you know yeah Um,
1: absolutely because one thing that they i don't think they got quite right yet is, is the whole, you know, what do we do after they're in the Marine Corps or in the military? And then it's like, they, they pump so much money, so much effort, uh, physically, mentally, um, you know, all these different schools that they send you to literally tens of thousands of dollars in, in training years at a time. And then when they, when you get out, it's like, okay, well, you've got, you know, you've, you've got a couple of weeks, and and you'll go to these these classes on how to write a resume, you know, yeah. to... <laughs> and they're like, good luck, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so, yeah, I completely agree with that. So, yeah. yeah, it probably would not have been a good time for you to go in. Yeah. Um, and I don't think I would ever push my kids to go into the to the military That was my next either. question. My yeah, question. yeah. If I had to, it would, my I would want my boys to join, and I would want them to go and be officers. Uh, my girls, hell no, yeah. <laughs> absolutely not. They'll fucking die. Yeah. <laughs> and so yeah, and, and the reason why I would want my my boys, I've I've got two boys and two girls. And the reason why I would want my boys to go into the officer route is, is just the marketability post Marine Corps or, or well, I say that because I'm biased, but any branch of service officer is the best route just for the professional yeah, I
0: think so too.
1: marketability afterwards. Yeah, I, I really struggled with what I wanted to do when I got out of the, the Marine Corps. And uh, one thing I, I didn't say was I took over my mom's all organic health food store. Uh, for a couple of months so that should tell you you know how how great that that was uh um, you <laughs> you know, <fired> immediately <laughs> yeah from my my mom's store <laughs> no she you know she was wanting to retire I didn't know what the hell I was gonna do when I got out so it was like yeah you know, it just made sense let me yeah, take yeah. over health nuts natural food store and to go from you know this you know physically intense blowing shit up shooting the bond the brotherhood the constant movements um the travel to albemarle north carolina's health nuts natural food store yeah selling organic (laughs) eggs testosterone pills and freaking you know vegan bread um was probably the worst decisions that i had ever made i'm glad i did it um just for the experience just so i can say hey this is this route's not for me. Um,
0: yeah, I mean, that's, yeah. That's it, what you need to do, you know?
1: Yeah, absolutely. It it was a great learning experience. Uh, but yeah, it, it was something some, I shotgunned my resume to all the private security companies after that. Uh, <laughs> like during that time, it was, it was just the worst. Uh, um, and, and luckily I got, I got picked up by a company called Academy um, and then shot over to Afghanistan, on an HSS contract since I had been, uh, in the Helmand province, they had a, they had a contract out there. So it was, you know, familiar territory. So I went, I went from the Marine Corps to a farmer health nuts, Nuts natural food store to Afghanistan. (laughs) And and as a contractor, you only get paid when, when your boots on the ground, not, not, you know, maybe during the, the training and the vetting process, but, uh, you know when you're when you're not boots on the ground in whatever you know high threat country you're not getting paid um so it was like hey i, I gotta go yeah. it's not like I can just hang out at the barracks yeah um, so yeah that was that was an interesting yeah. <laughs> chapter of my life
0: no I mean that's yeah that's that's one of the reasons you know it's again that's just like super interesting, mm-hmm. um especially the fact that you know, you know what's funny is um you know we we work together and actually. Um, I started before you, of course. Mm-hmm. And um they showed me your resume. And I was I mm-hmm. the first thing I saw was that the the VR thing. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what the hell is this guy doing? <laughs> you know, like what what is he... All right. <laughs> so Ag Data, um, it's like I call it the IT of Agriculture for those that don't know what that company is. It's a smaller, like regional company here in here in the US. But you know, just like going from from like military and like v r space to uh, like even even like just like an aug, aug, like augmented reality space to mm-hmm. you know like i t support it just yeah seemed, data <laughs> analytics yeah, yeah. <laughs> it <seemed> weird <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: for sure yeah yeah <laughs> it definitely um and and like i said the the reason why I transitioned was because during that time as a contractor it you was a hundred percent road warrior yeah and yeah, you know, my wife had been dealing with that since. So we, I got married uh, halfway in my Marine Corps career. Uh, so, so the, the following four years, and then, you know, several years after that was just constant movement uh, with four kids, they're becoming of like conscious age. Mm-hmm. It was, it was a decision that, that Jen and I had sat down and, and discussed. Um, and it was like, You know, we I've got to figure out uh, what can I do locally and really anything, because at that point it was just, you know, I I want to transition and try my hand at corporate America, which is you know completely different than what I was doing. Um, And we could go down that rabbit hole, too, because it it, it was culture shock. You know, it's like you travel to another country and it's like the language, the food, the architecture, the, the religion. The even driving on opposite sides of the road is just funky. You know, when I was in in Japan uh, driving, because they they drive on the same side of the road that uh, they do in Great Britain. Yeah, um, I got a rental car. The steering wheel was on the right side. You know, the shift was on the left. And I was like, what the hell? Uh, and I was at a uh, intersection turning uh, left, and I was like, okay, I-, I got this. You know, I'm on the <laughs> wrong side of the road. I'm on the wrong side of the on the wrong side of the car. Uh, I went to turn my uh, my my uh, turn signal, and the fucking windshield wipers go, yeah, yeah. and I'm like, <laughs> oh my! I'm like having a freaking seizure in the middle of the road. You know, it was just really weird. Uh, but yeah, corporate America is that. It's similar to the culture shock of of coming from the the Marine Corps, where it's it's. I mean, it's like a bunch of roughnecks, you know. It's like these, all these guys, like locker room talk, friggin' times ten, um, you know. private contracting
0: yeah a lot Um, of testosterone
1: yeah yeah and it's just you know all men at least for me it was all male um you know so a lot of testosterone masculinity and then going into the the virtual firearms training simulation space it's all law enforcement three-letter agencies and military are all the clients and then it was to go to ag data where you know very very (laughs) yeah where i'm getting. And for those of you that uh, are familiar with things like this, we have these like little Legos with different colors and these different colors oh, signify yeah. Fucking, the mood that you're that in. What that shit called? Uh, uh, insight. Some, some in, yeah, yeah, insight, insight, something like that. Yeah, yeah. So it's like if I, if I want somebody to be very data oriented and, and to the point I'll swap my little Lego color, put it on my desk, and somebody who walks by will know that okay, if I'm gonna go talk to Jared, I need to be very data driven. Or if I have another one, then like the yellow, uh, then he's you know very open to conversation and 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 you know, we'll be would we'll be happy to conversate. Yeah. It, it's stuff like that just you know really blew my mind. So it's like the, the culture shock of that coming into corporate America. Was something that I had never experienced, and that I wanted to. So, you know, I I had shot my, I again, shotgunned my resume out. Ag data contacted me with an entry level position. I took it. I knew that I would just have to work there for a year. um, And I'm a project manager now. Um, So it's it's definitely a lot more mellow, and it's given me the opportunity. Especially being a remote position, has given me the opportunity uh to to really be with your family to to be with the family and to start these different projects um and have a a better work-life balance
0: oh yeah i'll agree i'll agree like ag data is actually my first ever corporate job as well like i had been obviously not as high octane and and like power like power driven as like being in the military but i you know i worked all kinds of random jobs like um you know, I was, I was cooking in kitchens. I was like personal trainer. I, was, um, I worked at Tesla for a small stint, which was torture. Oh, yeah. yeah oh, that was really? torturous. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's just like, I won't even get into it. Um, but <laughs> you I know, mean, like, you no, 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 We don't have time for that. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. <laughs> It'd be like an hour long spiel, but, um, <laughs> I you know, I've, yeah, I've done all kinds. For that. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And that was, that was pre, that was pre. That was back in 2017 so that was a lot like mm. when when it was still that was pre-model three that's that's how long ago that was yeah um but yeah anyway like um ag data was my first corporate job i, I actually transitioned to a new organization which is high octane which is a high a high impact mm-hmm. you know it's like a global company so i'm interacting with people from all over the world which mm-hmm. is actually like it was like two culture shocks in a row where it's like you know like you said going from not not a nine to five like mm-hmm. You know like in when i worked i worked as a like a a line cook and it was just like constant like literally by myself Mm -hmm. cooking for a restaurant of like 50 ish people every single day like for like eight hours a day and i'd be prepping for the next person you know cleaning the kitchen Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden you know it's just kind of like mellowing it out to to just like dressing up a little nicer and, and, and you know like head to the got office Got your cubicle again. yeah i got my little cube <laughs> yeah, yeah. with my cubes the <laughs> yeah, legos yeah. changing out my favorite was the be be bright be quick and be gone just because like <laughs> people would just come over say what they needed to say and then get out of my face and yeah perfect. yeah but um you know like this 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 new organization that i'm with it, it's just like a constant like influx of of mm-hmm. things that i need to take care of and things i need to manage and You know like i manage all of north america so it's like a lot going on because Mm -hmm. like i have to be online pretty much from like sometimes expect to be like 7 a.m in the morning till like 7 p.m at night because like Mm -hmm. i also interact with people from london or like people from ukraine
1: yeah yeah so just conscious of the time zones
0: yeah yeah so there's a lot going on for that but um you know it's just it's definitely a culture shock for sure Mm -hmm. like that the impact of that um and honestly, I, I kind of attribute that to, you know, like I didn't know what I wanted to do <laughs> when I was growing up, um, mainly because I was kind of like really lack of, lackadaisical and like not mm-hmm. focused on, on my future, which kind of bit me in the ass. Um, so mm-hmm. I, I think it it definitely wasn't my upbringing, you know, because my parents definitely pushed me to, to get involved and, and like achieve high goals because like my brother's been in corporate for pretty much his whole career you know like he's got a high-paying job and he lives out in sf right. you know he's mm-hmm. going moving to the northern virginia area like those are like those are high income mm-hmm. areas you know um but the reason i kind of like branched off there is you know like you as as a father of four which is crazy to me like i actually talked <laughs> to my my fiance like um fiance slash wife we actually have you know get into that another time but yeah. <laughs> um we we said like our, our maximum is three and that's only uh-huh. if the first set is tw- um if the second set was twins if the first set was <laughs> twins we stop there yeah yeah <laughs> but you know it's like right. four kids is is crazy you know it's um and and just wanted to get to kind of your your insight on like I guess like a little bit on your parenting style if that's not too personal.
1: Uh, no, yeah absolutely and, and it's funny because i share a similar um characteristics when i was younger i didn't know what i wanted to do i i said i wanted to to do architecture um but yeah that was something that i just didn't want to do the schooling so you know i kind i jumped around Same, too dude. you know it was <laughs> like school like hell no <laughs> like
0: yeah, numbers right
1: right yeah i'll do marines because that's easier <laughs> than, than schooling <laughs> and uh yeah, but but so but what's funny is I told my parents when I was a kid I wanted four kids. So it it's oh, funny wow. how I knew at such a young age that I wanted at least four children. Um as, as a kid, I, I just loved children. I knew I wanted to have a big family. Um so here I am, you know, all these years later with four kids. And and that's you know similar to following a career path. It's like I I followed my intrinsic fatherly instincts to have have children. Yeah, yeah, a personal goal. Yeah, absolutely. And and I achieved that. And I wanted I I wanted at least four kids. Uh, So to go into uh, my parenting style, um, I've adopted a lot of my parenting style from my parents. I think they were great parents. You know, they also pushed me to go to school. I just was I guess, a rebellious kid, (laughs) you know, know, in in the grand scheme of everybody goes to to most everybody goes to college, um, at least um, getting associates and whatnot. I was like, nah. Um, So somewhat rebellious. um, But now that I'm older, you know, it's, it's funny that you look back on what your parents taught you and you're like, mm, yeah, they're, they're probably right on, on most yeah. of the things that they said, you know, <laughs> but during that time, it's like, man, what do you know? I'm I'm 15, you know, leave me alone.
0: Yeah. You guys don't know uh, anything.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now, now my oldest is turning 13 and uh, I'm like, oh shit. You know, it's like sins of the father are getting yeah, 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 passed down to the to son. The <laughs> <laughs> it's like, my kids are going to be hell raisers, Hopefully not. Um, so first and foremost, my parenting skills have come from my parents. They they were great. Um, they're, they they uh, they've been together. They had a had a, a great marriage, and that's something that you know I try to align my my uh, marriage to. Um, they were great parents. They were there for me. I try to do the same thing with my kids but I, I refine it to to myself uh and then a lot of the my experiences so the marine corps uh plays a huge role so the tenets of leadership um you know and it being you know, initiative um knowledge loyalty um, justice judgment decisiveness integrity uh dependability uh courage uh, endurance enthusiasm so all these tenets are are things that i try to um dissect and break into bite-sized pieces for what a you know single digit midget can understand <laughs> you know so it's like my my eldest daughter's almost 13 uh my my oldest boy is 10 uh my my youngest daughter is seven and then my youngest boy is three um so i'm having these these more meaningful conversations with my two oldest uh children because they're, you know, one is in middle school, the other's going into middle school next year. And I remember that time being very, very challenging. Um, I wouldn't say that I was over, you know, bullied more than anybody else. Um, but I took a lot of that bully personal, personally. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it just, you know, really bothered me during that time. And, you know, it's that's something that I I want to like preemptively attack before my kids go into that situation. Same with peer pressure. Um, So, you know, peer pressure and then just being influenced by individuals in 2023 that don't really align with Jen and myself view viewpoint. Um, So that that's really, I guess, in a nutshell, uh, my parenting style. It's more of being proactive versus reactive, Mm -hmm. being emotionally available for my children. Uh, having conversations, not lectures. So sitting down and and conversating back and forth versus having, you know, some sort of, you know, life lesson and then lecture them to death about yeah. it and hope that they retain. Because I was their age, like in one ear out the other, motherfucker. Yeah. You know, I just want to play Minecraft. <laughs> you know, I mean, they didn't have <laughs> Minecraft when I was younger. It's like I just want to play freaking Sega, um, but. My kids now it's like I just want to play roblox yeah you know so it's 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 really having those conversations and then uh, circling in some real world situation especially for my daughter you know being being a young woman mm-hmm. uh, is something that you know scares the hell out of me uh, yep. so it's important that she's vigilant understands what is happening around the world to girls her own age uh, and to keep her head on a swivel
0: yep so i think um i mean again i'm not a parent but Mm -hmm. you know one thing i've seen is is and you you seem like you're the opposite of that is that um a lot of these parents they'll push like sports and they'll push like a lot of Mm -hmm. basically they'll just push things on their kids um and I, i wouldn't imagine you'd be the one to do that but i think one thing that really does help mold and shape someone in the right direction, especially when they're young is, is, Mm -hmm. um, sports, you know, like Mm -hmm. specifically like, um, you know, martial arts, like I'm, I'm not Mm -hmm. super preachy and like, oh, everyone needs to do martial arts. It'll save your life. (laughs) I definitely don't believe that. A lot of people, um, have said like, oh, jujitsu is like, it'll Mm -hmm. save your life. It's, it's like self-defense. It's like great for mental health. I've had the opposite effects um, and I would never use jujitsu in the street unless I absolutely had to. Mm-hmm. But in terms of what I've learned, in ter- like for life lessons specifically, and also just for physical health, yes, there are parts of it that are mental health, but um, just doing sports and doing martial arts in general, mm-hmm. even doing anything extracurricular, like, um, you know, could be chess, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, just, yeah, just doing absolutely. things like that. you know, like, have, have you put any thought or have you already actioned on, on doing that?
1: yeah absolutely so extracurricular activities are are incredibly important for the um the you know maturity for young children
0: mm-hmm.
1: and i think being on sports teams and 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 you know i've analyzed this because being on a sports team is is very similar to being on any team whether yeah. it's a professional team uh in the military what have you it's you know, a, a group of individuals who are working together for a common goal to achieve some sort of success. There's a leader, there's mentorship, um, there, there's a coach, there's, you know, camaraderie. there's, there's camaraderie, exactly. Um, so what does that mean for my children? You know, I I really try to be supportive in whatever their interests are. And for instance, my eldest Audrey has always been interested in technology. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've uh, she ended up joining a VEX robotics team uh, oh, as cool. the coder. Yeah. And she started that in the fifth grade, I believe. Wow. Uh, yeah. So they, they offer this program, this VEX robotics program at the elementary school um, through, I think, all the way up to, to high school. And uh, it, it was something that she wanted to be a part of. And so she joined this team as the coder and what's great about the vex robotics in in the competition realm is they get the tasks that are required to um, for for this robot to conduct during the uh, competition and each individual team or group in the team has to uh, work together on this one robot so you have the design and engineers Uh, the designers will build the robot to specifications the coders will then code the movement within the uh, the automated process. The controllers will control and operate, and the controllers aren't building. So if if they're picking up a bunch of ping pong balls across the 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 you know basketball court uh, and bringing it back and putting it in a bucket, and that's the competition, and, and it's you know there's time duration. It's up to the builders to build it appropriately and the controller to control it because without the controller controlling it properly the builders can make this amazing robot right so it, yeah. it's very similar characteristics to a sports team it's just not physical it's it's more that's um, you yeah know, it's still educational still, knowledge yeah right so that that's it. and it was important for us to put her in that because of the team dynamic and understanding that this team is bigger than yourself you're a yeah. part of this and you're a part of the success and you're a part of the failure. Um, and then, uh, my boy, he, he is a huge sports fan. So, you know, basketball, he was in karate. Um, and, and he just, he loves anything outdoor with a ball and sweat. So, uh, yeah, so <laughs> very you know, very, very, yeah, yeah. Very, very boyish. <laughs> he He, uh, he, he loves that. So that that's, you know, th- those are important to us that we put them in in sports, but not to overburden them yeah. with, with, you know, such a tight schedule. And I'm not, that's not a knock on anybody that does do that because there's some high, high performing, you know, children who are, are in all sorts of, you know, musical instruments and, and sports and other activities. Um, but we, Jen and I decided that, yes, it's important to put them in some sort of activity. That's a team effort, not a, a single individual uh, such as you know tennis or golf again not a knock on that it was it's that's just something that as parents we wanted our kids at a young age to be a part of a team and get the experience of being responsible not only for yourself but for the success of others
0: yeah so it's kind of like a encourage exploration of like what mm-hmm. they want to do instead of like enforcing it
1: Right. Yeah. Well, whatever their interests are yeah, you know? for sure. and, and, and technology, if there's, if any of my kids want technology and sports, I'm going to push technology. Yeah. That's the way of the future anyways. And, yeah. and the re and also I'm biased because, you know, I, I love You're technology. In technology. I was in, <laughs> I, yeah, I was in that space. I, I'm kind of, you know, half in half out right now um, with ag data and CRLT.
0: Yeah. I but mean,
1: it's something you know, that we're... I'll push. Yeah, for sure. <laughs>
0: No, no, yeah, just um, just wanted to get your insight, and yeah, it kind of tracked of how how um how I thought you'd, you you operated, I guess. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, let's see where we're at with time. Five minutes.
1: Yeah, it's really hey, weird. I've is, I've never, been limited. Huh? Yeah. I've never been limited. Yeah, I've never been limited like giving this. Giving you five minutes.
0: No, no, I mean it's just I've never been limited with the meetings. Maybe I mm. used to use Skype you know it's been a while since i've done a, a remote one um mm-hmm. again just because like life life has kind of caught up to me at this point uh with everything going on uh per- personally and professionally so mm-hmm. it's been tough to get out there but you know like being able to get on to you and catch up with you and and hopefully yeah, get sure. get online with you know like ali and and, and maybe Brian. yeah um
1: yeah the, yeah ali's waiting for for your message i think oh, he's yeah, I, ready. I already
0: uh, already organized it it should oh perfect we, we were supposed to do it yesterday but um mm-hmm. he pushed it back but mm-hmm. you know all good when when it comes it'll come and it'll be great mm-hmm. but um otherwise you know thank you for for popping on man i hope um hope we can catch up soon and hopefully maybe if you wanted to we could we could do an episode maybe it, i can even join your podcast on the whenever you guys get that set up
1: yeah absolutely i i, I first i really appreciate the invite i i had a blast talking with you Uh, And yeah, second, absolutely. Let's let's do a collab. And I think that would be very, very uh, fruitful for the listeners to have the perspectives of individuals with different experiences, but similar interests.
0: Yeah, for sure. And we won't use Zoom. Fuck Zoom.
1: (laughs) Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Riverside. sponsor us. Yeah.
0: All right. Um, Do you have any other shout outs or anything that you want to do before we get off?
1: no uh, other than look up the champions path uh on instagram and then also shoot me a follow uh on instagram jared kouastani jared dot Kustani, jared dot k-o-o-h-e-s-t-a-n-i
0: yeah and again guys that. that's the champions path um it's on instagram they're gonna have a website with a better title soon <laughs>
1: We've got the website. Yeah, <laughs> the, but it's like Jared. The, the URL Jared is persona. kind of <laughs> a work in progress here. <laughs>
0: um, but they got a link tree as well. Um, I also have my link tree. I actually don't. I don't often advertise, I guess, like sh- shout out myself enough. Like I used to do it a lot, but I haven't done it in a while just because I've gotten lazy. And I always forget to <laughs> like. I always have to like remember my sign on. Like when I say welcome <laughs> to the Run System podcast and I sign off because i've messed it up a few times and uh my other um the the i guess you can call them co-hosts for battle buddies they've always like ragged on me like you said it wrong like shit man
1: (laughs) it's accountability
0: yeah yeah accountable (laughs) well anyway um thank you guys for listening get out there get hungry and good luck